Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast weekly sermon podcast. Due to the coronavirus crisis, we're holding church services online until further notice, and we encourage you to join us. Tune in on Sundays at one of our four online broadcast times, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., or 8 p.m. For info and updates, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at New Life SoCo and visit our website at newlifesouthcoast.com. Now here's an encouraging word. I met a young man this week and uh, introduced myself. He told me how we just moved to the city. So we began to kind of talk a little bit. I told him how we moved here to New Bedford about six years ago. My wife and I felt compelled to move here and start a church. And right after I said that, this young man said, I don't know what to believe. You know, he's like, I want to believe something but I'm not sure what exactly to believe. And I was very intrigued by that as we are in the middle of this crisis with this virus, but also that we are celebrating Easter. I found his uh, situation of belief very intriguing. And he made me to really think and wrestle with it because I think What we believe about life defines how we live life and how we go about life. It also defines how we treat people, how we deal with situations and circumstances that we find ourselves in. And I think this crisis has made a lot of people question what they believe. So I want to dedicate this talk to that young man and to anyone out there who is wrestling with what to believe and how to make sense of everything that's going on. And I think it's fitting that Easter is happening right in the middle of this crisis. I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a mistake because at the heart of what we believe as followers of Jesus is that God is sovereign, meaning God is in control and that God is taking this world on a journey and that God has been doing this for a very long time. So when we look at the cross, right? And when we look at what happened on that day about 2,000 years ago was a culmination of what God has been trying to do on this earth and with people that would pay attention to what he's doing. The cross was the culmination of God's plan to bring redemption, to bring healing, and to bring hope to a world that is hurting, broken, dying, in a sense, been cursed by sin, been cursed by evil. And so on the cross, there's some deep things happening. Even though it happened 2,000 years ago, it it still has ramifications for today, for how we live today and for how we go about life today. That on the cross, my friends out there, that God was saying that all of the sins, which means all of the things that has 
brought suffering and pain and misery and has isolated us from him and his will was being basically justified by his son taken upon himself. It's a great mystery that Jesus on that moment was taking the pain, the suffering, the brokenness of humanity upon himself. And it's a, it's a crazy twist of events because what God was doing is God was showing that evil cannot triumph over humanity. Evil cannot triumph over people. But instead of fighting evil with evil, he fights evil with goodness. He fights evil with love. In other words, instead of him going to fight the bully and defeat him with the same way the bully would fight he says, no, I'm going to allow you to think you're going to beat me. But in that, I'm defeating you because I'm making you feel powerless. I'm taking away the power of sin. I'm taking away the power of violence, of injustice upon myself to show you I can absorb it on myself. My friends, that is the greatest mystery of this whole thing. That God in that moment on the cross was taken upon all the injustice, all the suffering, all the pain. So if we ever wonder, where is God when we hurt? Where is God when there's sin? Where is God when, when the Holocaust happens? Where, where is God when there's pain and suffering on the world? God is saying, I am right there in the midst of you because I was right there on that cross taking upon the pain and the shame and the suffering that we all go through. Only through that, that filter of a worldview can suffering have any kind of sense in this world. Because without that, then it's meaningless. It's pointless. There's, there's no mean for us to be suffering and hurting and broken. And people are losing their lives over this crisis. And, and when they can't bury their loved ones. And, and we feel isolated and broken. And God is saying, no, I'm in the middle of all of that. Because on the cross, I was right in the wrongs. I was putting things right back again. And I was taking away the power of evil. Because, my friends, at the heart of all this, there's a power struggle happening in the universe. You know, this power struggle that you, we all feel it. We can all sense that there is this fight going on between good and evil. And it happens inside of us and it happens in society. It happens all around us. And God was saying, I was taking the power away from the evil one. Absorb it by bringing justice in a way that only I can bring justice. Because if it was up to us, it would continue to be eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. It's about vengeance. But God's saying, oh, vengeance is mine. If I can take it upon myself, I can absorb it. I can transform it. I can redeem it. And so three days later, God brings about a new beginning to the earth. Three days later, Jesus is rose from the grave, a physical resurrection to say, I'm bringing about a new realm to earth where no longer do you have to be afraid of dying. No longer do you have to be afraid of sin. No longer do you have to be under the power of sin and suffering. But now you can be under the power of this resurrected Savior. That now you can say, I have the option of continue life as usual, or I can embrace now what it means to be resurrected by the power and love of Jesus. And this is what we believe that Jesus is right now making the world better through each and every person who has embraced the fact that their sins are forgiven, their lives are being restored, and he's bringing about this new normal on earth. 
you know, the last few weeks with this crisis, we've been saying this is a new normal. But God has been saying for 2,000 years, no, I have brought up a new normal for you to live by. A normal of being forgiven, of being restored, of being justified, of living in the fullness of my will. And those who embrace that can bring a new normal to the world. That's why, my friends, this thing was never about, you know, dying and going to heaven someday. I honestly believe that is a very shallow perspective of what Jesus did on the cross and, and, and coming back from the dead three days later. It's a very shallow perspective because what he was saying is, no, this is a new normal on earth. Because now you guys can go out, those who believe can go out and bring about the revelation of who God is by how you live and how to treat other people. That's why I believe what you believe has ramifications for how you live right now. And then when you leave this earth, you're just going on to the eternal life that you already began the moment that you accepted that Jesus Christ has paid for the penalties of your sin. And now you can live free from sin and you don't have to be in fear of dying. You know, it's crazy. In the Bible, they describe dying as sleeping. I mean, they were so confident of it that Jesus said, oh, that person is just sleeping. And, and later on, the, the, the first believers begin to say things like, no, we, we, we will wake up again with the Lord. So even dying, my friends, the sting of it kind of loses its power because no longer do you feel like, man, I don't know what's going to happen to me. But it's like, no, I know what's going to happen to me because what happened to Jesus is what happens to all believers. You just, you just sleep for a while and then you wake up in the presence of God himself. So that takes away the pressure of feeling like I'm not sure what's going to happen when I die. Even that is a belief about life after life. See, for us, my friends, it's not, it's not dying and being raised again to life. No, for us, it's life after life after death. <laughs> That's what this thing is all about. That's why I believe it's fitting that we're celebrating Easter right in the middle of this crisis, right at home, because God always intended to be at home with us, always intended to be in the home of our lives. That's why in the Bible, they, they say it's no longer about going to a temple because now you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God now lives inside of you, giving you hope, giving you meaning, giving you purpose. So my friends, the cross and the resurrection of Jesus is a worldview. It's how you view the world going forward. It's how you view other people. It's how you view dying. It's how you, you treat others. It's how you go about your life. So basically, I believe with all my heart that what Easter does, Easter answers some deep questions that we all have. I think all of us, directly or indirectly, ask three questions, right? Who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? I believe that is the answer that we find in the cross of the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. The death says, you are no longer a slave to sin. You are a child of God. For all those who believe in him become now his kids, his possessions, right? That we can say, no, I know who I am. I am a child of God. I'm not here by coincidence or mistake. I'm here because God has a plan for me to be here. And the plan is now is to live according to his will and his purpose, is to reflect him on earth and to show others the way 
to him. That's the purpose of this life. The purpose-driven life is driven by the fact that we know that Jesus has paid the penalty for our sins and now left us here on this earth to bring about this new normal so that others can receive him. And where am I going? I am part of God's plan to lead this earth to a better place. My friend, one day, heaven and earth will collide and become one. Right now, we get glimpses of it. But one day, it's all going to culminate into one thing where God will reign on this earth again with all of those who have received and embraced Jesus as their Savior, as their leader, as their Lord. And so, my friends, Easter is about God being with us in the suffering, in the pain, in the mundane, and also in the life after life after death. And so today, all of us can live with this assurance by simply embracing what Jesus has done for us. You know, the Bible says we live by faith, meaning that we live by the trust that, yes, I, I, I receive this. I receive his sacrifice. I receive his forgiveness. I receive the fact that he rose again, defeating death. I don't have to live in fear of what's to come because he's already there on the other side waiting for us. And so all of us can have this. You know, the Bible says all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe. See, belief implies action. Belief is not just saying, I, I believe some things. Belief says, no, because I believe some things, I'm going to live a certain way. And so today, I encourage all of you out there, if you're not sure what to believe, I want you to know God believes in you. And God is for you. And he has sent Jesus to take away the sins so that now you can live free, free to be yourself, free to express yourself, free to go now about your life being a blessing to other people, reaching people, touching people, helping people see that we're not alone on this earth, that God had a plan all along, and that Jesus came to give us life. You know, my, one of my favorite things that Jesus said, I like everything Jesus says, but Jesus said, I came to give them a rich and satisfying life. Rich meaning filled life, right? Satisfying mean a content life. Like Jesus didn't mean for us to live in lack, you know, and this is not just, we're not talking financially, we're talking like meaning, purpose, joy, like happiness, fulfillment. Jesus said, that's what I came. That's what I came to do. I came to give you life. So where you are today, would you, would you pray, would you invite Jesus to come into your life? and to forgive you of your sins, and to give you now perspective that is eternal. Like, you don't have to wait till you go to heaven. You can have an eternal perspective right now that God is with you, and God is for you. Even in this crisis, God is calling out to all of us to pay attention to the greatest thing that's happened to humanity, which is Jesus living, dying, and coming back from the dead to show us that we don't have to live in fear. So I'm going to say this prayer. And I would love for you to pray with me where you are right now. See, Easter was never meant to be a tradition or a religion thing or an institutional thing. It was supposed to be for people to have life and life more abundant. For people to have the joy of the Lord with them every step of the way in this life. So pray with me. Pray with me right now and invite this Jesus to come in. To be really the one that defines you, that molds you, that shapes you, that gives you freedom, but also give you perspective 
and gives you joy to live life to the fullest, even in the middle of a crisis, we know that God is with us and for us. So would you pray with me where you are? I want you to, I'll ask you to do something bold. Where, where you are at home right now, just lift your hand and say, Jesus, I really believe everything I just heard. And I ask you to come into my life and to forgive me my sins. I believe that you, you died and rose again for me. And I can live according to your will. Jesus, you are my Lord and you are my Savior. From this day forward, my life is yours. And my future belongs to you. I can live with joy and I can live with confidence that you are with me now and you will be with me for all eternity. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You see, if you pray that prayer, you become part of the new normal. The new normal is living in the midst of God's will for your life. The new normal is living knowing that I don't have to live in sin. I don't have to live in shame and guilt. I don't have to live in worry and fear. But I can live the resurrected life by the power of God's spirit who is now in everyone who calls on him. That's what Easter is all about. Easter can now become a lifestyle where every day you're living in the presence of God's will, even if there's a crisis going on. We hope this talk has encouraged and challenged you. If it was helpful, share with a friend. For more info, visit newlifesouthcoast.com. Until next time, have a blessed week.